Ministry yes. live soon. Amen. Please stand by. We'll be streaming live soon. Good morning. It is the month of August. And of course, uh, summer of 2023. So many things in my mind. So many things that uh, I've been praying for. And, uh, and so... Be, be conscious that uh, your evangelist is, is in need of prayer as to what to do about all kinds of decisions that are upon our ministry, and, uh, and I trust that you do so. We're on chapter uh, 18, verse 41. And I want to read this verse, and that, the verse itself tells the scope of the environment what has happened after 850 prophets of Baal are slaughtered by Elijah? First Kings, Kings 18. How, what really is in the air? Because you see, when God moves, always after God moves and does something, there is a, a wave, like a ricocheted wave, like when you throw a rock on the lake and you throw it away. It bounces on top of the, the water, creating little waves. So when God moves, and you know that God has moved in your life, in your situation, especially in terms of what you have been doing with the will of God, then you have to understand the movement of God after the storm. Because the storm symbolizes uh, the fire from God that licked, you know, people say, well, did it burn or did not burn? It didn't burn one thing. It just licked it out. Not only the, the water, not only the, the wood, not only the sacrifice, but everything just went up into heaven in a matter of seconds. It's, it's like uh, if, you're, if you're in a baseball game in his ninth inning, and, uh, and, uh, and a, a batter comes to bat, and he hits a home run, grand slam home run. If you didn't see that, you missed the whole game. And so now, after all that Elijah had done, there in the air an uh, element of, uh, of peace that wasn't there before. Let me read it to you. It says, And Elijah said unto Ahab, Get you up, eat and drink, for there is a sound of abundance rain. Now, who is talking to the king? The prophet. What is the prophet telling the king? Get up. So he was down. Why he was down? Because the glory of the Lord, the power of God, the display of, of strength from the mouth of the men of God has caused the environment in the top of that mountain, Mount Carmel, completely changed. You see, when the church does not realize that God is moving and doing something, they miss the, the ricochets, they miss the little waves, they miss what God is trying to do in a general sense. You understand? Because in a general sense, the move of God is historical, it is powerful, uh, unlike anything that uh, man has done 
uh, or, or, or what to do. You see, the, all the Israel leaders were at Mount Carmel. The amount of people were in the thousands. And God simply just moved in the, in the mighty way, sending fire from heaven. <clears throat> and so the atmosphere changed. So why did Elijah say to Ahab, get up? It's because <laughs> resistance just melts down the ground. When God moves resistance, now what? Why, what he is saying here is that get up, eat and drink, meaning you haven't eaten anything in a while in these days and you haven't been able to drink anything. You've been sort of uh, on your edge because you see you have been so mean. You have been so ugly. You have, you have uh, listened to Jezebel instead of listening to God, Ahab. And before, because of your attitude toward God, you know something's coming to get you. But listen, listen, the love, listen, the grace, listen to the kindness of the men of God. Now, the kindness comes from God, not from Elijah. Elijah did exactly what God said him to do. Remember his prayer. Tell them that you told me what to do, and everything you told me, I did it facing Israel and, and, and that beautiful altar. So now, by the way, he licked the, the 12 stones too. So it's 12 stones, water, the wood, and the sacrifice. Four items. He licked it up. And so, now, get up, eat, and drink, for there is a sound of abundance of rain. Now, what is Elijah saying? What is the man of God saying? What is anyone who studies the Lord says it? Is this a hearing the abundance? You see, the abundance here represents what God's about to do. Because what happened among Carmel affected the history of Israel in a very, very powerful way. Remember the ricochet, the, the little waves. It's going to happen. If you study Israel's history at this point forward, you're going to be surprised what God, God did. And so let's take a look. For there is a sound. For there is a sound. For there is a sound. Now, that's a sound that you got to hear. See, if you don't hear what God is about to do in a powerful way, then you're not uh, really... Celebrating who he is. You know, to, to remember the Median Desert, to remember the 400 years in captivity in Egypt, captive by the, by the Pharaoh. If you don't remember what he did in the tabernacle of Moses, you see, you, you gotta remember that creates a sound of who God is. And in this point, the prophet is saying, there is a sound. What makes a, a Christian effective in his life is to see the hand of God ahead of him or ahead of her. Because the hand of God only will operate if there is a sense of expectancy, a sense of Strength, 
a sense of uh, power. You've got to be able in your life to realize these moments. See, all of us are being led by the media, being led by Facebook. We're being led by, by all these channels that broadcast everything they can put in there. <coughs> and if your life is geared toward listening to the world through a media, then you miss God. You've got to hear God directly. The prophet heard it. There is a sound. Now, do you know what he's talking about here? Uh, yesterday, as I uh, uh, came back to Athens, Georgia, spent some time with my family uh, uh, in Florida, I, I heard the wind blow outside of my condominium, just blow. I saw all of the windows just, just baited with heavy water. Rain. But before the rain came in, there was a sound. Just a mighty sound of, of shaking all the trees up and down. The wind was just 50, 75 miles an hour. <coughs> and really what happened here is that the sound of rain came to the mind of Elijah. The sound of rain. Now listen to this. It says, So Ahab went up to eat and to drink. What do you mean went up? It's because he's not on top of Mount Carmel anymore. He's below, way down below with his party. But he began to now move to Mount Carmel. He went up and cast himself down upon the earth and put his face between his knees. <coughs> He knew, he knew that the prophet had spoken, there's a sound of rain. I just need, Ahab's faith is really not up to par. He is in desperation. He went up to Mount Carmel and cast himself down upon the earth. Put his face between his knees. That's a man in desperation. That's a man in, 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 in ecstasy, a man in pain, a man in agony. You've got to realize that when you know that God is in charge of your life, you don't put your head between your knees. You lift your hands to the sky and say, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, I praise you that you have overcome all the enemies that came against me. And by the power of your Holy Spirit, O oh God, I pray that I'll be able to serve you until the end of my life. And all the weapons of warfare will not prevail against me in the name of Jesus. That's your attitude. But he went down the ground. Instead of being up, he's down. I want you to put yourself in the heart of Elijah. And put yourself in the heart of Ahab. And you don't like it to stay with Ahab uh, 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 as long as uh, is required. And so here's, here's what comes out of the mouth of the king, Ahab, and said to his servant, By the way, this is Elijah. This is Elijah. And said to his servant, Go up now, look toward the sea. He went up and looked and said, There is nothing. And he said, Go, seven, go again seven times. The number of perfection. When something 
in the distribution of power or decision making or, or results that emphasize the presence of God and the work of the Holy Spirit, you don't expect suddenly a very, very fast return. You know, I was thinking about uh, all these small restaurants, uh, uh, Burger King and, and fast food return. God has a way of bringing change to what He's going to do. Why? I would say He's going to do something here. It's because Elijah prophesied there is a sound of rain. And so now, you see, he is waiting on God's time to fulfill. I've been through so many things happening in our ministry these last few few months. Just amazing what has happened. We're, we're, we're in, in between uh, Athens, Georgia, and Mount Bethel, and ministering to the people in that church. Uh, we're, 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 we're preparing to go into a very, very important Cuba trip in which there's going to be five days at Marianao Church. We are actually uh, begin to prepare for, for January 2024 in February a trip to Brazil to one of the largest churches in Brazil, uh, uh, in Cariacica, Pastor Orlando, uh, there. And we are uh, 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 thinking about the office and what's going to happen and, 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 and all of the people already going because the trip's almost filled up. And, of course, I'm thinking about myself that, uh, that I, I, don't ha- I don't have, a, I have a, a, one teacher with me and I need two or three, and I don't have them. And so I'm in a difficult situation to be able to teach and to minister in this large church in Cuba, in, in Habana. It's called the Marianao Church, the Bishop's Church. It sits a thousand people. And so I'm, I'm, in, a, I'm in an expectancy. But I have heard the sound of rain. I've seen the move of God. And so I have a heart that is expectant because God has done so much. In the last six months, God has done so much. Amazing. And I cannot forget what God has done in concern about what God will do because I know that uh, <coughs> he, he has plans. He's ahead of me, not behind me. Now, in this case here, Ahab is really behind God. He has no hope of rain. Now, look, uh, look. And Ahab went up to, to, to eat and drink, and Elijah went up to the Mount, and Elijah went up to Mount Carmel. And he cast himself down to the earth and put his face between his knees. And he said, and this is actually Elijah in it. Uh, that's verse, uh, verse 42. That's Elijah. The one that put his, or, or, or Ahab, help me here. And, and Ahab went up to eat and drink. And Elijah went up to top of Mount Carmel, and he cast himself down to the earth and put his face between his knees. So let me make a correction. That is actually Ahab. In verse 42, Ahab went up to eat and drink, but Elijah went to Mount Carmel. Okay. So I was correct. Yeah. The posture of the prophet, one, uh, one went up to Mount Carmel to worship the Lord. The other one went down to eat and drink. 
So the point is right. I, I, I was I was making sure that I'm correct on this on this verse. Thank you, Andy. <coughs> and he said to his servants. Now who said to his servants, uh, Andy, verse 43? Who said to his servants? Yes. So, in other words, I was correct in the first, first, first observation. So, in other words, Elijah begins now, depending what God has said to him, a sound of rain, he begins in this immediate moment to go look for the blessing. Now, I told you the blessing takes time. The blessing takes, takes moments. When you have amount of days for God to move, you're actually saying to yourself, there's enough time for God to turn around the whole, whole, everything completely. Look at, uh, look at, uh, this is very important scripture, folks. This is very important because it shows us that with God, with the Lord God Almighty, it took, it took 40 years in the wilderness to change the heart of Israel and, and not many people changed their hearts except Caleb and Joshua. Two two tribes. So look look at uh look at uh verse forty four. And it came to pass at the seventh time that he said, Behold, there arises a little cloud out of the sea, like a man's hand. So the blessing of God and how he is going to move here it's proportional to what you can see. What you can see here is simply uh, the size of a cloud, the size of a hand. Now, that's just the smallest little cloud you ever seen. Oh, my God. See, God does everything from the little bit to the utmost. He begins in a small way doing powerful things, and then it cuts fire, and it grows up into a storm. What I'm saying to you that if you recognize the presence of God in the size of a hand, then that's just a, what is the what is the scripture say about the mustard seed? If you have faith like a mustard seed, the mustard seed begins to grow into a very large tree, and it's a powerful trunk of tree. But it begun into the smallest seed in the face of the earth, and so a little. Cloud out of the sea. Now that's exactly what the servant of the Lord that served Elijah saw. He came to Elijah. He came to pass a seventh time. He said, Behold, behold, a little cloud out of the sea, like a man's hand. And he said, Get up, send to Ahab, prepare your chariots, and get you down, that the rain stop you not. Meaning, get ready, because there's going to be rain. Why would you stop, prepare your chariot, and, and get you down, that the rain stop you not? Would you read that for me in your translation? In which one? Uh, verse 45. I'm sorry, verse, verse 40, 44. Okay, just 44? Yes. It came about at the seventh time that he said, Behold, a cloud as small as a man's hand is coming up from the sea, and he said, Go up and say to Ahab, 
prepare your chariot and go down so that the heavy shower does not stop you. Now, how did Elijah knew that a little hand would be the the coming bring a rain to where the king need to come down with his chariot and not be interrupted by the torrent rain that's about to happen. Like the one that happened in Athens, Georgia yesterday. It was heavy. I mean, it's flooding everywhere. What is it in the heart of the prophet? What is it in your heart that you can see what God is going to do? What is it? You see, nobody saw it. Ahab certainly didn't. But the prophet did. Why did the prophet did? It's because he saw the fire. If you see the move of God in power coming down from heaven, licking all the all of the, the, the four elements of the altar unto the Lord, you 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 begin to see things that you never seen before. <coughs> And I want to encourage you to think that way, to see it that way. Sometimes I must confess to you, <coughs> I don't see it at all. You know, I've been praying the Lord to send workers for the harvest. I've been praying the Lord to send someone to help me. And nothing comes out, but I see a little hand way down in the middle of the sea. I can see that little hand. I've known and seen what he has done in the past. I, it's coming to my mind right now. Here, there, 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 and there. He has done powerful things. And so I can see the little hand. And I'm telling you, it looks real good. It looks wonderful. It makes me breathe fresh air and say, Lord, thank you, Father God, for bringing the rain upon my life. And bring hope for me because I've been in a drought so long. But I've seen your hand upon my life. And I am convicted that you will perform according to your power. So, it came to pass in the meanwhile. Now, that's the clock. I don't, I don't know how long it came to pass in the meanwhile. Uh, that's a clock. And I told you, when you study First Kings and the pro- any prophet, you got to look for the clock. You got to find the clock because the clock carries the presence of God. Time don't follow God. Time, God follows His time. And so, look, it came to pass in a meanwhile, meaning I don't know how long it took that the heaven was black with clouds and wind, and there was a great rain. Now, you live in Georgia, you know about the black clouds. Yesterday, we were watching sunshine at about uh, about 3 o'clock. Beautiful afternoon, with the, suddenly it turned black. And I looked to the heavens and bang. Yeah, it wasn't a black hand. It was a huge fist. I mean, and we're just hiding behind those windows and saying, I hope it holds, because it's hitting hard and bouncing back and forth. You know, my American flag was ripped out of the pole. And uh, 
So, it came to pass in a meanwhile that the heavens was black with clouds and wind. And there was a great rain. Great rain. Great rain. Now listen to what Ahab did. Now you, you, you have to realize the heart of the king. After seeing all that he said, he saw, he said, And Ahab rode and went to Jezreel. In other words, let me go to my own house and get out of here because now Israel has water. But something was confirmed, something was said, something is showing in the hand of the Lord was on Elijah. In the hand of the Lord was... So what do you mean by the hand of the Lord was on Elijah? God was pleased with the prophet. Not only he slaughtered the prophets according to the will of the Lord, but he stayed until the rain came down. He didn't run up to Mount Carmel to eat. He didn't spend time crying and, and with his head between his knees. It says, And he girded up his loins and ran before Ahab to the entrance of Israel. Now for Elijah to have been able to physically do this, would once again demand the power of God. It was done under the order uh, to show Ahab the supernatural power of God was on Elijah the prophet. As if what had been just concerning his falling on the fire was not enough. In other words, a display of fire from heaven wasn't enough to convince Elijah. And so God came and touched the prophet. Now, the Jezreel Valley is 60 miles by 60 miles square. It is the place of Armageddon in the coming times in the, in, in, in the Old Testament, in the coming of Jesus. To come from Mount Carmel, to the Jezreel Valley at the tip of the bottom there. So it's about 60 to 75 to 100 miles. As the chariots of Ahab begin to move toward Jezreel, the prophet begins to run. Not close to the chariots, but by himself. In other words, God gave Elijah a hundred miles of fast running that bypassed the chariots of Ahab. As if what had just happened concerning the falling of the fire was not enough. I want to stop here and pray with you this, this morning. God, Heavenly Father, we thank you, Lord, for this lesson. That you are in charge of our lives in a way that we don't know how. But we must submit to you. God, we just I pray for those that are listening to me this morning, God. I just pray that they will be able to know that uh, you have plans for them. God, I just pray that you supernaturally empower 
in the name of Jesus, those that serve him to see the little rain over the sea, that they be able to realize that in the meanwhile, it came to pass, in the meanwhile, that the hand of God will bring forth that which he started. Let them know, God, that the time has come for the church to come together. And Lord, I pray that you hear, remove, restore, and slaughter all the resistance against the will of God. And I prophesy that there will be rain upon the life of the church like we have never seen before. I know, God, there are some that compromise your word, Lord. There are spirit-filled people, but the way they understand it, and there's no power in them but the desire to be promoted. I pray, God, that you uh, will remove them out of your presence in the name of Jesus. So come, Holy Spirit of God. Come, Holy Spirit of God. Bless them, God, abundantly. I pray, God, this morning that you bless Andy Hines, that you bless uh, my, my sister Cindy Walker, that you bless Jacob Walton, God, these three people that support me in keeping this office alive. Bless them, God, and pour upon them the power of the little hand over the sea. In Jesus' name, amen. Cresce em beleza, força e luz 